What is going on, guys? It is Daniel Wright, and I am here with another episode of Paving the Way for you. Uh, to be completely honest, I had no intentions of recording an episode right now, but I was just coming in and thought of some stuff that I figured I should probably talk about. So uh, the topic on hand today is prioritize and execute. All right, I'm just going to jump right into it. It's been a conversation that I've had with a handful of people over the last, I don't know, three to five days or so, whether it's about business, personal, or a combination of everything in between. Uh, prioritizing and executing your daily tasks um, or your objectives is a really big thing that a lot of people seem to have a you know, difficult time doing. And who's to blame, right? We've got phones constantly feeding us information. We've got watches, AirPods, um, freaking, you know, iPads, computers, radios, podcasts, whatever you want to call it. Like we've got constant flow of information just being bombarded into our brains. And so when it comes to having to prioritize and execute the important things that we need to accomplish, naturally, it's very, very difficult. All right. Now I'm going to present a couple of uh, different things that I've used in my own life that I've been fortunate to learn from others on how to kind of, um, you know, accomplish these things, accomplish the prioritize and execute. So that way you stay on task and you're constantly looking to move the ball forward because in life, I don't care what anybody tells you. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. If you're moving backwards, you're dying, you're losing. Other people are passing you. All right. Now that doesn't mean that every person has to live this life of trying to be the next Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, but we have a duty, an obligation to make the most out of the life that we have been given. All right. And that does require prioritizing and executing the tasks that we are responsible for completing on a regular basis. Okay. So the first thing that I want to kind of put to the table that you might be able to use is it's a, uh, a, a strategy that I've learned from a guy named Andy Frisella. I've been fortunate to learn from Andy both in person, um, personally, as well as, you know, through podcasts and other online platforms that I'm a part of in different coaching groups. One thing that he talks a lot about that he's used for many, many years in his life is what he calls the power list. You can call it whatever the heck you want, but basically it is five critical daily tasks that you assign yourself to complete before the day is done. You know, so before you lay down and go to bed for the night, whatever your nighttime is, those things have to get done in order for you to get a win for the day. Now, these five critical tasks, you know, they're not the, they're not designed to be something as simple as you know, wake up in the morning and brush your teeth. Now, I mean, if you have a problem with brushing your teeth, like he uses when he explains it, you know, he, he uses this example. He said, if you have a problem with brushing your teeth, put that on your critical task list until it becomes a habit. Once it becomes a habit, get it off your list because you need to focus on the next thing to move yourself forward. So if you're a business owner, it could be something, you know, as simple as running financial reports on a regular basis. That needs to be something that's important for you. Could be something with growing people within your organization. Could be getting proposals out, returning phone calls. Simple, simple things that move the ball forward on that five critical task list. Like I said, he calls it the power list. You call it your daily five. Um, and I mean, hell, you can use your, your notes in your phone or a, a notepad or a sticky note, whatever you want. Just have somewhere that's in front of you on a regular basis of the five specific things that you're going to accomplish before the day's end. This helps you prioritize and execute those tasks, because if you have those five things written out before your day even starts, so whether you do them the night before and you lay out what you're going to do the next day or the morning of, you have those things already set out in front of you that you know you need to get done. 
Now, I understand life throws things at us, right? And you get a flat tire. Someone calls out of work sick. You've got a sick child. You've got whatever. But you still have the, the, the obligation to complete those five things. If you don't complete those things, you mark the day as a loss. You lose. You lose the day. All right. We all can't win every single day. I know everybody wants to go undefeated in their whole life, but it's just unfortunately we live in a, a fallen world. That's just not really an option. I'm sorry. But and this is a big but on this using this method, if you track your days that you win and lose. Right. So if you have a week and you win four out of the five days of your work week or, or five out of the seven, if we do them seven days a week, you know, why not go go all in? Right. So if we do it seven days a week and you win five out of the seven days, you won that week. You had a winning record for that week. So you won the week. Now, the next week, if you you know get you know three out of seven, you lost the week. You didn't win. You did not have a winning record. So you lost the week. You didn't complete your specific task that you needed to do to move the ball forward. Now, the following week, you get another win. Right. And then the week after that, you get another win. So that's four weeks, which is an average month. So after you get three out of four wins for the month, you just won the month. All right. If you win more than six months out of the year, you win the year. If you win, you know, more than, you know, six, you know, five to six years out of a decade, you won the decade. You see how this continues to compound and grow. So if you continue to make, you know, winning a habit and winning by, by that, I mean, prioritizing and executing your specific daily tasks, you have no choice but to grow and get better. I promise you, it cannot happen. You can't do specific critical things every day for the majority of your life and lose. It's the recipe just doesn't work. It's like telling me that two plus two equals seven. It just doesn't work. Okay. Now getting into the, the other uh, option or strategy that I use sometimes to help myself prioritize and execute tasks. Now I will give the disclaimer. I'm not always the best at doing this and actually writing it down, but I, I think about it almost regularly when something gets brought to my table. And that is um, there's, a, there's a term for it. Uh, some matrix thing. You can look it up. I'm sure it's a, uh, basically like a time management matrix and it's quadrant. So you got, you get your four, your four squares all in line with each other. And in, in the upper left-hand corner, you label your, your squares. You've got important, not important, urgent, not urgent. Okay. So in your urgent and important category is the things that are urgent and important. Now let's define urgent and important. Urgent is something that has to be done immediately. It has to be done right now, life or death scenario, sink or swim scenario. If you don't get it done now, there will be major consequences. All right. So that is urgency. Importance is how much of a consequence will there be if you don't get it done? Right. If there is a major consequence, such as in a business scenario, if you don't turn your proposal in by a deadline, and you miss out on a million dollar opportunity, that's a pretty big consequence if you ask me, depending on your business. I, I don't know. But for me, that, that's a pretty big consequence, a million dollar opportunity. So that would be, you know, if you're on the day of the deadline, that is urgent and important to make sure that is done and completed. So it would go in that quadrant. Then you have another quadrant where it would be urgent, but not important. Something that you need to get done, but it will not cripple you, your company, whatever the situation is right there of, you know, not not completing it, but it, it, it is important. You know, so I'm sorry, it is urgent. So it has it's time sensitive. Something like that could be, um, you know, when we have to submit payroll to our CPA each week. So we've got to submit payroll by a certain date. It's important. You know, obviously people need to get paid. But on Monday, it's not it's not like that critically important. It's just urgent. 
We need to get it done so they can run it, turn it around back to us, and we're good to go. Because in reality, if we forget Monday, you know what? We can do it Tuesday, and they get it back typically same day or next morning. So it's it's urgent but not like critically important, right? And then you go down to the lower level. So you've got not urgent but important. So that could be something that is simple as, you know, you told your wife that you'd take the the dog to the groomer and you got to get it to its important, you know, to its appointment on time, right? So that's not necessarily a uh, an urgent matter. You know, yes, you're on a deadline to get it there, but at the end of the day, it's like you know, it's important because you made a commitment to your wife to get something done. So that's where the importance comes in on it. And then you have the, the last category of not urgent, not important. That's what I like to consider back burner items. The stuff that you probably need to keep somewhere on your radar. And, you know, for maybe times when you get your five critical tasks completed and you're kind of looking for other things to move the ball forward, you could, you know, pull from the not urgent, not important categories. Or it could be something where if you're having a meeting and, you know, topics are getting brought up and you could draw out a quadrant on your notepad or whatever you're taking notes on. And if you have topics that come up, you can just kind of categorize them right then and there. So that way, if something comes up that you're like, hey, I want to touch base with this person on that that item, then you can put it in the non-important, non, non-urgent category, but it's there so you don't forget about it. And you make sure to, to jump on it whenever you get the opportunity. So again, it's categorizing things into urgent and important, urgent and not important, not urgent and important, not urgent, not important. All right. It's four quadrants. Like I said, you, you draw the square, you cut the square into four quadrants, you put urgent, not urgent, and then up at the top, you put important, not important. Okay. It's very simple. I could draw it out for you on a paper, but I don't know if I can be that coordinated to do it all on a video or um, if you're not watching this right now, then, you know, and you're listening to it on a podcast or Spotify or whatever the heck you're listening to it on, this is probably not helping you from a visualization standpoint. But nonetheless, send me a message, reach out to me if you have any questions on it. Like I said, this is a conversation that has come up numerous times with me in the last week or so, as far as how difficult it is for a lot of people to prioritize and execute. As a one last uh, giving credit where it's due, the term prioritize and execute has been made um you know, industry famous, if you want to call it, by, by a guy named Jocko Willink. He runs a, uh, an organization called Echelon Front. Um, our operations manager, JJ, has really embodied his teaching um, in extreme ownership and the dichotomy of leadership and has brought that teaching to our company um, internally. And it's been an absolute game changer because it teaches basic principles and foundations that people need to know to not just be a leader in a company, but also lead themselves. And so that's where the value comes in, guys. If you can figure out how to lead yourself, then you can figure out how to lead a couple other people, and then they can figure out how to lead a couple other people. The possibilities are absolutely endless. Okay. And all that comes down to is prioritizing and executing your critical tasks. So I hope this information was useful. I hope uh, it hit home on at least one individual that, that needs to hear, you know, how do I stay organized? How do I move the ball forward or move the needle forward? Because, guys, it is a it is a very, very difficult task this day and age. Like I said at the beginning of this, we are very bombarded with information and um, obligations and objectives on a regular basis. So do what you can to stay organized. Like I said, reach out for help if you need it. I'm happy to, to give you any ideas that I've got and any solutions that I've come up with or learned in my time. Because that is the goal of paving the way. I want to make the roadway for you to grow and excel and exceed in everything that you desire to do as easy as possible.
Not saying you don't have to learn the hard way sometimes because that's what it takes. But I am here to help guide you down that path. So thank you guys for listening. Share it with somebody who you uh, who you love and care about. And maybe you need to give them a little kick in the ass to uh, prioritize and execute their critical things. And I look forward to talking to you guys next time. Thanks.